Well, I'm kidding. It's a good opinion, but it's wrong. It can't be wrong. It's an opinion. Can't, it can't be wrong. It's an opinion. Okay, Kenzie, you just said it's an opinion. Haha. <laughs> can't be wrong. Anyways. <laughs> Says it for facts. <laughs> I hate that I can't see Kaylin. I feel like I'm talking to like... You Sometimes know, I make faces. Shut up. Shut up. You know in the Saw movies where he's like, we're going to play again? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they can't, they can't see him. Like, That's I already made I a face on the podcast. Mariah was like, I just wanted a quick bite to eat. And I was looking at her with a death stare. I was like, you guys. Like, I know, you know, we have, we have those uh, videos of Kaylin watching us on the cameras in her house. So, like, it feels like she is that man. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. All Dang. right. So, well, what do we do? How do we do the podcast? It's been a while. You're listening. You're listening to Post-Credit Depression, where we talk about this week's current hyperfixation. My name's Mariah, and my fun fact is I still have nasal congestion, so if I sound like shit, that's why. My name is Kaylin, and my fun fact is I am a gamer girl. I got a PC now. Woo! My name's Kinsey, and my fun fact is that I'm going to steal the exact same copy of, as, of Kaylin's PC because <laughs> we copy each other all the time. Woo! And I'm a gamer girl, too. Oh my god, today, I was just telling Kaylin Kinsey, this guy I work with, this new fucker named Zachary. Oh my god, the story. He was talking about video games, and we were all, me, Kaylin, and Megan, talking about video games, and he was like, oh my god, it's so cool that you guys play video games, because, like, all the girls I know, like, don't play video games. And we we're like, oh, that's, I literally looked at him, I was like, that's kind of misogynistic, haha. Like, because it wasn't, like, deep cut, but it was kind of there, because it's a man saying it. Oh, And yeah. then he was like, well, all the girls I know play, like, Animal Crossing, and this, and this, and I was like, those are video games. Those are literal video games. Are you undermining the video games that girls only play? Because that's shitty. What did you say? Yeah, he was like, yeah. Um, he just kind of shut his mouth up because he knew he was wrong. That's right. Shut your mouth up, especially if you're the a man. The teacher did that at school like um, to a girl playing Red Dead, which would be, quotation mark, considered not a girl game because you run around as a cowboy even though you can play as a girl. But, you know, you guys can play whatever you want, like boy or girl. And he's like, oh, I didn't know girls played that game. And, like, this liberal art school classroom full of illustration majors and primarily women, I'll say, like, in the classroom, all fucking cocked their head like the Roblox meme where the head just turns slowly. <laughs> and he knew to shut the fuck up. Yeah, good. And then Janet said, uh, what the fuck did you say? Honestly, sometimes I just be laughing at this point at the fact that men say certain things like that. I'm like, you gotta be living in such under such a rock to still believe such things mm -hmm. not that they also, were ever it's true. just undermining and it like it that's why women can't like fucking open their mouth on online platforms like there's videos where like a girl will unmute herself for a moment and then like men will just start throwing garbage in their face like saying make me a sandwich and like all this like not funny and not creative and not original like jokes but also for why like you know Oh, yeah. It's so bad being, like, a female streamer. It really is. Mm -hmm. I think right now men are just inherently violent and they were going to require a lot of, like, help to get better. Yeah, I think it could just take more generations of, like, you know, rinse and repeat and, like, different kinds of parenting. I thought of something I wanted to say. Go um, for it. Because after Kaylin <laughs> just said that, I just found out that we are more genetically related to bonobos than chimpanzees and i don't know if you guys know this 
match. But chimpanzees are aggressive as fuck, and they fight, and they kill each other. But What's Bonobo, a Bonobo? It's also a monkey that looks almost exactly like a chimpanzee, okay? And it lives in groups, just like the chimpanzees. But Bonobos are closer to us genetically, and they're matriarchal. So they're only ruled by women, and they're super loving. They, they have a zero tolerance for violence. And the funny thing is, is when the men, if any man starts acting up in, in, the, in the pod, they don't necessarily tell him to leave forever. They just don't give him any attention or love. Also, bonobos are one of the only species that have sex for pleasure. So yeah, I just con- found that out when I searched up a bonobo and like the third picture was them having sex. So that was cool. Well, like to comfort each other, they'll have sex. And there's also lesbian bonobos and all that stuff. But like, the like the women are so no gay ones i don't know i have something to say i just saw that there were some lesbian ones too but they're like super loving and the women like the men don't even try to fuck like get mad with the women they do they try to get mad with each other right and the women are like oh hell no get the fuck out of here and then me think of something to say now the women start fucking the shit out of the nice man to, to, to teach the aggressive ones if you want coochie you need to be nice that's or if funny. you just want if you just want me to hold your hand, you need to be nice. And then eventually, in most cases, I guess the male like calms the fuck down. But it doesn't happen mm-hmm. that often because they're like so loving, like majority of the time. And then they only have children with the nice male bonobos. So then the like kind kind of genetics go into the next ones. That's good. So to that's know. Even though none of our parents are kind. Except for my dad. That's basically what we have to do. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Anyways, I thought the story made sense, and also it was really cool to find out. Oh, oh, Christians don't want us to find out that we're more related to bonobos because it proves that, you know, men aren't above women. Anyways, that was a little uh, tiny excerpt that I read about I thought was cool. I, I have something to say. You made me think of yeah? something. And after this one more thing, we should probably stop talking about monkeys. But in high school, um, a kid had me fully convinced uh, that the existence of humanzies existed. He's like, you know, like ligers and mules? He's like, humanzies. And I was like, how did they make them? No. And he had me fully convinced. And I was like Googling it and I couldn't find it. And I was like, thank God. Damn, Kaylin. I, I felt so bad for this kid. I was like, nobody's going to love him. <laughs> nobody's going to love him. Damn. Why am my dad calling me? I'm not answering. Yeah, tell him we're busy. busy. We're at work. Yep. So, Kinsey. Hmm? What are you sharing with us this week? This Porn. week. I wish it was born. This week I'm sharing with you Sugar Apple Fairy Tale, which is the anime I've been talking about the last several episodes. And if you were to see that I titled, I titled the the studio Apple Fairy Sugar Tale because you and I were making fun of how long the title was. Oh, no, I was going to say, if you asked me any day before this week, Kenzie, can you repeat what I would call it like every single time? I don't remember. It was funny. She would say like apple fairy plum princess shit. Yes. Yeah. I couldn't remember. You thought I was going to remember it. Do what? (laughs) Do I remember anything? But yes, Kayla would say sugar apple fairy uh, plum princess or something or sugar apple plum fairy princess. I told Kinsey they should just get rid of the last word. Just call it sugar apple fairy. Yeah. Even then it's a little long, but it's still like tolerable. And for such a good anime, I thought it was kind of ridiculous to have such a stupid ass name. Like the name I thought was so dumb i like the sugar apple do something with sugar apple because they make sugar apple confections so yeah it's an original part of the show so anyways yeah 
goofy title, but we're going to move past that because it's phenomenal. Um, so, guys, uh, what did you think about... I'm going to ask you what you thought about each character, okay? What did you think about Anne? What was your opinion about Anne? A child. <laughs> a child. <laughs> uh, she was like a typical like anime girl. Like, I can do it, even though she was drawn with like, thighs the size of my pinky finger. She was determined at all times. I think sometimes she puts her craft before herself, and it reminds me of a mm -hmm. lot of young artists. Like, they kind of will sacrifice themselves a lot. They sacrifice their time for free, sacrifice their health, their energy, themselves, um, in order to reach a goal. And so I think they wrote that well. I feel like that can be relatable to some people. It's not healthy, but... I was in love with the fact that the story was about an artist and it didn't feel like such a cliche story, but it also felt relatable in several ways. Like, like Kaylin just said about um, putting your craft before yourself. I think that's a really good topic that any show or movie that is about an artist um, should always try to tap into because it's like a very common thing between any kind of artist. Uh, but I also, it just felt like uh, more interesting. I feel like a lot of the time... In anime especially, or any fantasy book, I'm talking to you, Caitlin, about Alcatar. When somebody no. is an artist, they make it so cliche. Like, it feels like I'm reading, like, some fucking process. feels like Barbie and Rapunzel where she takes her brush and, it, like, the sparkles just happen. Like, they're more so enthralled or, like, romanticizing what an artist is. Kind of like, I don't know, the, a kind of woman, you know? Almost like, I'm a reader. I'm an yeah. avid reader. And I don't I don't like you that. When I was younger me. when I was younger, I obviously used to eat that up. Like when I was like twelve, I was like, Oh my god, I'm like romanticized myself as an artist. But I don't like it now. And I really liked how they didn't do that for this show. They she yeah, was it's a very really much craftsmanship worker. and also I enjoy that this because when you hear the word sugar apple, fairy plum princess, which is my own version of the title, but anyways, when you hear it you think really girly anime, which, I, it, you know, it's definitely like a cutesy romantic like one. But in the world building, it's a male dominated industry, which a lot of art industries actually are male dominated. And before women could even go and pursue art, it was a male dominated industry or industry. It, uh, one of my favorite artists. Oh, my God. I'm such an asshole for not remembering her name right now. I'm just tired from work, guys. I'll have to tag it in at the end of the show. Um it was from like an older time period before women could go to art school and probably could vote. And the only reason she got to pursue her arts is because her father loved her and he basically bought her way into education, art education. And instead of getting to like paint people, uh, because like uh, men would paint like nude women and nude men, you know, it, it was like, you know, just that's art, the, the figure, right? Women couldn't though, because that's like a little too taboo. So she would go and paint animals and horses and like she has some of the best like bulls and dogs and horse uh, paintings ever. And it was just like inspiring that this woman, you know, I mean, she had a loving father that like kind of bought her way into it, but like she still went after it, you know, like and she, she still did it in a male dominated world. And I think that this show reflects that even though it's literally fairies and sugar apple confections and this very dainty looking thing that's delicate and a lot of people oh sum no, that up don't. femininity like it's still you know it they don't play it, it, with the misogyny in this show they oh, were yeah. they were really hard on her and as you continue watching the show it's still the same thing she's living in a time era where women are not accepted as confectionery artists 
you know mm-hmm. well all the artists that she met along the way definitely gave her credit all the time they'd be like yeah but that's just some like old church stuff or that's some old like folklore story like they never undermined her talent like the actual artists who know her value yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh, my favorite character as far as the, like side character goes um not not one of the main three casts it was that last character who pulled up towards the end who was genuinely he's like i don't want to pink her in i love the pink haired guy Sorry, I don't know his name. Sorry. It- I don't know his name either, but like that that one character, he's like I feel actually threatened, but in a good way, and he's like I'm still going to try my best, but I'm also not going to tell her like the scary news cuz he's like I don't want to add any pressure. I want her to be at her full game because this is going to be actually exciting now that she's in the game. And I and he was always so supportive of her. Yeah, let me yeah, look I up their he's name. my favorite. Let me look up their names so I can like try to find. But yeah, he was a cutie too. I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, her. I know, even Shao got jealous. That's my But we'll get to that towards the end of the show. He was kind of he kind of showed, showed up towards the end, but yeah, I think the I agree. It's a show about craft uh like outside oh, of the romance. It's a show about craftsmanship. Keith. What was it? Keith. His name's Keith. Keith. That's simple. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's a show about craftsmanship outside of the romance. And when you think about how Shao shows up for her too, it makes it that much more cuter. Yeah, I love stories that are actually majority not about romance, but they have a really good romance in it. You know? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, which uh, I didn't see it taking that direction when the show first started. Yeah. What did you guys I just think? was like, this girl's going to town, you know, to go to become a sugar apple confectioner. Oh, no, there's bandits on the road. And I thought it was going to be, like, kind of a series of him saving her several times, which he does, but I... Like, that, when she uh, got to that first cabin, and it was that man who, you know, was an asshole to her and Jonas about their art that very first night, and he ended up being one of, like, the people at the place, you know? Yeah, I don't like him. I was like, they're not playing. They're actually roasting their art and telling them to get better, which I like the critiques. He was like, you're trying to mimic something, aren't you? Where's your originality? And yeah. I was like, whoa. Yeah, his My critiques were good, calling. but I also thought he was, like, a really shitty uh, character. He is a shitty person. But I was saying that the show, the way that, that's when I knew that they were touching on craftsmanship and that the show was just more than, you know, a girl going to town, you know? Yeah, I when it comes down to his character specifically, I just didn't like how much he lied. He would lie very often, and it really irritated me. Um, like, considering he was the, what's it called? High something? He was, like, literally the top confectioner, confectionery artist in all of the land that this king ruled. Um, and, and he straight up, like, didn't tell them that. Like, I thought that was hikey rude. And then he had such power over that, uh, contest, and I just felt like the way he acted at the end of it was, like, not... Mariah, did you watch till this part that Kaylin stopped? Yeah. We've, we've both completed 12 episodes, right, Mariah? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't like how he acted at the contest, how... Like, he was so hard on her when she clearly won, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I always hated, like, and I still do. I feel like I'm just, like, pushing through it. I get lots of anxiety about, like, the sabotage as well as, like, I hate having to prove my own innocence when I feel like somebody's wrongly accusing me. And when I watch these characters actively lie and actively accuse her when we, the audience, know that she's telling the truth, it's just stressful to watch. Yeah, it happens a lot. I think it's kind of annoying, but I still like yeah. the show. 
What did it's, you? It, it seems like a fallback for the author's like favorite conflict. They're like, let's sabotage the nice girl. Uh, what'd you guys think about? Yeah, Shao? I thought kind of like. I'm sorry. What'd you say? <laughs> Brian, you first. Yeah, uh, it got kind of like, um, like the cycle was going too quickly for me. Like every episode, kind of had like the sabotage she recovered thing, and I was like getting annoyed for a little bit at the beginning. I have a note to make. Yeah. Um, what? I know we're kind of going all over the place. We can go chronological whenever, but like, Jonas tried to kill her, and I don't like how casually she treats that. Like, she acts like he just tried to like trip her down the hall or stab her in the back, but no, he he almost fed her to wolves. He covered oh, yeah, her in no. blood and left her to the be rest eaten of the alive. Show. Rest of the show, I never get over that. I'm like, he literally threw blood and meat on you and tossed some wolves at you, and why are you still being nice to him? Like, I know, yeah, she kind of gives him a dirty look and keeps pushing. Like, started no, trying he to redeem attempted him, murder. Like, He's a murderer. He just tempted murder girl. Like, come on. I don't like how some animes will make the female, like, uh, main character so nice that they're that forgiving. Like, come on. Come on, author. You literally went to the point where you had Jonas try to kill her. I think, I think Jonas should have been, like exempt from the storyline a lot sooner after that you know yeah no and like i said and if anything they tried to redeem him with the whole arc about like um the dad or the uncle whoever the fuck it was and jonas like when they try to burn her hand what was that about like i don't know that was crazy i know these people are like that was a bunch of that was a bunch of men who were misogynistic and they can't literally say out loud that she's better than them so they'd rather literally like hurt her to the extent where she'd never be able to make work again yeah it was just crazy that that was their option they were like we will just burn this child's hands yeah i try to remind myself that this show is set in a fantasy world and also at a different time and like that barbaric ass shit like if you've ever seen game of thrones fucking joffrey told this one dude who sung a song about his dead dad you know in a satire way he's like pick your hands or your tongue and he's like what pick your hands or your tongue you know yeah i mean i guess i watched it like that like like fantasy stuff that is set so far back that literally women were treated that badly that it wouldn't be seen as unheard of for men to go out and do something that absurd um so like when i watched the scene i was like in the time frame of it and i was like oh yeah like men really disregarded women this much in this time era so it just made more sense to me but i'm also a game of thrones watcher so i feel like i was already desensitized to several things that happened in that show yeah I, and like you said it's just like those men could not even admit that she was better and you know what's so they still coveted like the sugar that she made they're they were like if i had that sugar i'd be a better artist it kind of reminds me of uh, young artists at the beginning of art school when I watched them stock up on Copic markers and I watched them fucking buy everything that like and like and their art is like just not there yet like they're still at such a adolescent level which that is that does not mean that you can't get art supplies or that you can't practice but it's not going to be an overnight fix you got to get that HB oh, pencil and I that like fucking I was, paper I feel like I was that artist like <laughs> mm-hmm. I was that artist I found one medium that I would like and I'd be like let me go buy it. And I'd buy well, it. buying a medium or experimenting is one thing, but like I think that some people like you, you and I, maybe I've been that at, uh, at times, but I think I've seen other people where they're like they really stock up on shit, and then like you know, yeah, there's know. a spectrum. There's people that kind of like hide behind all that stuff when really their work's like not really showing. Yeah, it just needs the... more development, and it doesn't mean that you can't have those nice things, but same thing, you know, with the show, they're like, if I have her sugar, maybe mine will be good. Like, she can't be all that good. It's just the sugar she made. 
Yeah, they were always like the ones that were shitty to her were always undermining her. Like more so the hard work it took to get to her work. Yeah. They're like, mm-hmm. oh bro, just give me that sugar, I could do it. But what did you guys think about Shao though? Ooh. Well, can we start talking about it chronologically? Well, I wanted to ask what your guys' opinions were of each character before talking about like the story because I thought it my opinion I- like changed throughout the show, so I still want to talk about that, but I'll answer your question. I like him a lot, and I think that um I don't know. I, I, I how do I say it? I'm pissed that he's now, you know, in someone else's hand, but I appreciate that he stayed by her and supported her art and her craft. I think that what that's what makes him a hot boyfriend, not the hot mysterious part, you know. I know that's like y'all y'all's guys' type already, but like he's already in love with her. Like he would tell her in her sleep that she he's in love with her. And he he went so far as to sell himself back into slavery just so that she could achieve her artwork and her dreams and her goals. So Sorry, when I watched this anime, I, my like my heart was pounding. Like I was like, I'm so in love with this character. I think about him he all got, the time. He got better for me. I think that in the beginning, I was just like, ooh, like aesthetically, but I couldn't say that like I was as in love as I am now. Like it grew. Mm-hmm. I think his character design was my type. I think he was a little too quiet for my type of men. I'm like, you're not, you're giving nothing. I need just a little more. <laughs> like, you know, we talk about the mysterious guy. I'm like, you're he's so like, mysterious. he's telling nothing. you in your sleep instead of when you're awake. Who isn't? Like, I like the quiet guy in public talks to me all the time in private. He was just like, I was like, I need just, I'm waiting for you to give me a little more pizzazz, dude. He's just, it's a slow burn, okay? I, I understand. I want, I want more seasons of the show because I feel like with, you guys haven't watched season two, but in season three, I feel like, you know, you'll see so much more of their relationship and maybe like talking more and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, I mean, he didn't feel like as romantic as I wanted him to be. I, I get like the gesture that they're hinting at and what's going on with him and Anne and all that. But it wasn't as much as it's I, like, wanted it to be. I remember I, like, saw it for her. What? I saw Kinsey's face. She covered her mouth. Well, I can't... I, also, you guys didn't watch season two, and a lot more stuff happens in season okay. two. Like, there was a scene I really wanted you guys to see, because it had me running laps. Like, I was running laps around my house, <laughs> and I was like, I can't wait till they watch this. I will pull up that scene when I'm lonely. That's how good that scene oh is. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I know. I honestly... As soon as we're done with this episode, I might watch them tonight. I'm probably going to binge, like, a lot of it tomorrow and get through as much as I can. I literally, like, when I think about this scene, I'm like, oh, God. Like, I I, can't, I start, like, sweating and my head starts getting, like, full of the microphone air. a little better, Mariah, or Kinsey. I'm sorry. I was, like, focusing on my, like, mind palace of being with Shao. <laughs> okay. But, uh, yeah, I, I personally... Funny. I love his design. I love his weapon. I love the fact that he was born from a stone. Um, that was cute. I think that his... Personally, I love his voice. I love his personality. Yeah, he doesn't talk that often, but I'm, like, one of those people that are, like, in it for the long haul. Like, I could see him talking Well, that's because you talk often. You can't have someone who also talks often. As long mm-hmm. as they're listening and they talk, like, a good amount, I'm good. <laughs> like, the, mm-hmm. I want to I yeah. have good conversations. I don't want to be the only person talking, but... Um, I also just felt like he was super romantic. I think for me, I like I like cracking a nut open. I like seeing, like, okay, how hard is this nut to crack so I can see when they'll talk to me. 
Well, my favorite. Yeah, I mean, he was giving like this old school romance, you know, because obviously he's like old. Um, so he's <laughs> not like an old man, but like he's a thousand years old or whatever. He's seventy so, like, years he's, old. He's he's seen some things. He knows what love looks like. Yeah, and I think that he treats it like that too, because like. Even when she's kind of asking questions, like, about, like, growing up or changing, he talks about, like, you know, that previous girl, the one who, like, you know, brought him, like, stared at a rock and he was born. Um, he talks about how she grew and changed, and he's like, you'll grow and change, too. Like, you know, that's just what happens. This is the beef I, I have just... the show. Mm-hmm. I don't like their relationship in that regard. When I watch the show, I pretend that she's at least 22 years old. And at first, they drew her, like, really, really, like, looking 15 years old. And then as the show start, keeps going, I think it's, like, her attitude starts to change. And she stops being like, I'm 15 years old. I'm an adult. She actually starts acting like a fucking 20-year-old or something. Um, even then, I would love if they could draw her a little bit more mature because she does look a little young. But I did not like when he would pr- kind of parent her uh, by telling, like, you'll grow into a beautiful young woman. Like, it... I'm already sitting here in the fantasy element where I'm like, okay, you're 70 years old, and technically, since you don't have the lifespan of a human, so you're not going to age the same way, I'm, like, down with it because it's not reality. But then when you start acting a little bit too parenty, you know, parent-like, I have have a note. It's me. What? I have a note. Um, Around the age of 13, 14, and then I watched it all throughout high school, I was watching Inuyasha and... Inuyasha, by the way, is 50 years old, and Kagome is 15, and I know Japan's really weird about their main protagonist always being a young teenager, and even any sort of teenager shouldn't really be placed in adult romantic settings, so I did enjoy that romance for what it is, and I still love it, like, because their love story as two characters are nice, and Inuyasha didn't act like a 50-year-old man, he, like, he was literally a demon that's immortal, like, doesn't age, doesn't die, um, but I, I just... I hope that Japan keeps developing into a state where, like, why can't we enjoy shows about adults or even old people? Like, I don't know. Why is it always about children or, you know, teenagers? And so I think I would be a hypocrite, like, with Inuyasha to, like, judge the show to the point where I wouldn't watch it. But I kind of do, like you said, rewrite it in my mind. Because yeah, but that's it's just what I said. The mm-hmm. parental- I wouldn't- I wouldn't say I wouldn't watch it because I told you, like, in the fantasy aspect, I've watched things like that where the guy is, like, super old because he's immortal um, and she happens to be young. I think it's the fact that this girl's 15 and then on top of it, he's making comments that sound like a father would make once in a while. Yeah, and, like, she's acting 15 and he's acting older, like... And I'm like, could y'all just cut that out because I... Like, I, I, yeah... I can't. Yeah, I mean, that's, a, that's a good point because I was going to say I have a hard time watching shows like this and like you said, Kinsey, you were like reimagining it. Like, I can't do that. But when I watched Nuyasha, maybe because I was so young that I didn't process the fact that he was like supposed to be like so many years old because he did act really immature. So like, oh, yeah, when I'm watching like this one, I have a hard time like rewriting her as older because I'm like, she still looks kind of young and he talks like he's my grandpa sometimes also kagome was not really drawn like a 15 year old Let's yeah she old. wasn't that is true she like, was every time like she was 15, 17 I'm like, 18 what? and then like inuyasha seemed like he was yes. 19 years old you know and she even acted like she was like really more independent like an adult so i think that's maybe why my like 14 year old brain didn't understand yeah and i agree uh with kinsey i think that like they they remind me of like 18 and 19 year old like couple like and i think the way that they acted but like you're right when he says stuff like that to Anne, it's like icky i'm like yeah 
yeah it's hard for me like i'll try to rewire like you say kinsey and then something will happen i'll be like too far too Mm -hmm. far i more so just try to ignore those scenes like with anime i feel like there are so many shows where there'll be like a character is drawn she looks like she's 23 and they try Mm -hmm. to fucking sit here and tell me she's 16 and i'm like dude i don't this is annoying like why is there that japan is already a very traditional place and there's lots of things that they need to progress as a country. Like, I mean, I'm not judging them. America's got plenty of vices, but like me being critical, I'm not going to say any place is perfect. Every place has got its problems. And I think that the, you know, fetishization of young women, their age of consent went from, I think, 13 to 15 last I heard. Um, that's still not enough by any means. Yeah, Sometimes I, heard, I don't even think 18 is enough. I heard Japan has a lot of pedophilia issues. Yeah, pedophilic issues. Sorry, I can't fucking speak today. So yeah, like it makes. I would just like to see it phase out of the anime because I mean it's Mm -hmm. enjoyed worldwide, and I think that it just it can shoot a show in the foot if they start focusing on that part too far. But also, it's kind of hard because like there's like really great plots, and then like maybe some show will fucking add some child character where we're like, why does a child need to be here? And like you find out like, oh, that does better in Japan making money. It's just annoying. Yeah, but anyways. Those are the parts between their relationship that happened kind of few few and far in between that I tried to ignore. Because, like Mariah said, he doesn't talk like a whole lot. But um, when she she started acting pretty mature, like, a few episodes in. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to, like, label you as 20 to 22 years old now and pretend that you were. Because, first of all, what's a 15-year-old doing traveling across the country? Like, that, that, that doesn't even add up to me anyway. So I'm going to uh, move on to the next topic. But... The story, like, we can start talking about it chronologically now, like, uh, the arcs and what you guys thought yeah, about each arc. About that. So, so, can I, can I introduce the world? Yes. Um, we have the backstory with the dead mom, and she's like, fairies, and I'm like, oh, how cute. But then her mom died, and now she wants to be the sugar artist. And then, um, Recky comes out of nowhere and is like, Anne, I want to come with you to town. Recky? And she's like, yeah, Recky. Oh, because it's Recky's voice actor. Okay, yeah. yeah. Recky came out, and he's like, I'm going to go with you. This man stalks her, which I kind of... Here's the thing. I couldn't tell if they were going to pull the almost, like, funny best friend slash crush, you know, character that is, like, in the background. Like, I will follow you to protect you, and I want you to be safe. Like, I can't let you go on your own. You're literally 15. I couldn't tell if they were going to do that. Or if he was physically stalked. Which, she said multiple times in a very stern, no, stop following me. And I was like... And he, it was like the, it was this not overly caring voice about like him still following her. He's like, no, I'm coming. I don't but know it what it was, but they showed her body language and her tone so well at the beginning that right from the be- beginning, I knew she just didn't like him and that she wasn't going to like him. Like, also, I just maybe couldn't was- tell that he was going to be a bad character. I, I thought like, okay, man, maybe you're, you know, you should back off. Like, I, I thought it was weird with how hard she said no. But, you know, do you know the characters I'm talking about? Like, Jonas. You're talking think about of Jonas. a show and it's like this funny character that maybe has a crush on the main character. But more so it's like they're like the, like a best friend. And they're like, they're like a side character. Play? Like, yeah, I didn't know they were going to do that with them, but they didn't. I, I think I actually me- spoiled it for myself. How'd how did you do that? I opened Crunchyroll and I actually hit the comments. And the first comment was, I hate Jonas. He's a horrible person. <laughs> oh, you know, for me, it was his. It was his tone. It sounded so like, "Mommy, titty, please." Like that, right from the beginning, I couldn't even label him as the nice friend that just happened to have a crush on her. I could just like get these like 
grabby feelings from him. And the I, second I met his little fairy, I was like, "You're not oh, good." Oh my god, oh, hell that's yeah. such a Mariah's, weird relationship. Mariah's like, I don't know how to describe it. You bring her around anyone, she's like a guard dog. Like she knows. She's like, <laughs> "Oh, that was, I didn't like that interaction." Because right when I met that bitch's fairy too, I was like, and then the way he spoke to her, he said, "Turn invisible." I was like, "Oh no!" When she did, no, 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 no. I didn't think he was a funny friend at that point. When she showed up and he yelled at her, that yeah, I was like, I don't like him. I was talking about the very first, like, and I'm coming with you. I was like, is this going to be the funny friend? And then oh, I was I like, I, yeah, I yeah. think I just had like a, I happen to be right that time. Like I don't always, I don't always Google, guess characters right. It's kind of like when you Google like an old president, like from, you know, history had slaves. And then I'm like, okay, he's canceled. And people are like, but it was normal to have slaves then. No, he's canceled. He had slaves. What do you Honestly, mean? Probably all of them were canceled at this point. Because like, damn. Well, was Abraham I, Abraham Lincoln didn't have slaves? Still had slaves. Yeah, he, he had slaves. slaves. He still had slaves. What? <laughs> but didn't he vote against that shit or like made it yeah, up? Yeah, he's the reason. <laughs> he's like the reason why slaves got free, quote unquote. He still had slaves. What? Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, dude. Well, you know, Anne had a slave. <laughs> the whole time she's the whole time she's <laughs> like, honestly, bro, just help me out till I get there, and can we be friends? Like. She's like, I'm determined for us to be friends afterwards. He's like, I'm not, I, I can't be friends with a slave owner. That's what he said. Um, I know. I was just like, girl, stop. One part I about that, know you. I, I will say one thing. I wish, and this part I wish could just be a little bit rewritten. This is a personal take. You guys can disagree. And I'm opening myself up for you guys to come at me. I think that when she released him as a slave, I did not ha- like how quickly... Like, I do like the fact that he's like, okay, now that, you know, you don't own me, we we can be friends because, like, you know, you don't own me. But I, I don't like how it happened at a moment where she was at such a low where she had no use for him. She had given up. She's like, here's your wing back. Like, I, I, I don't need you anymore. And then he's like, okay, we're friends. And, like, he was there for her and supported her, which that's the romance part. But when it comes to, like, the slave part, I wish the author spent, like, one more chapter writing out a more... Like, a better way that for that to happen. You know what I mean? I wish the transition wasn't so quick. Yeah, I think he had already determined that he liked her enough to be her friend uh, whenever the timeline was going to happen when he, she freed him. So I think that's why he was just like, yeah, we can be friends right now, you know? like. Um, yeah, definitely that, after a couple episodes, so she had realized, like, oh, she's different. She's not like the normal humans. She means it. But he was still going to be an asshole to her because that was fun for him. Yeah. yeah, y'all really not y'all gonna sit here and not mention all the times that he would make her order him around, and it was like he was doing it on purpose to oh, be all was, sexy. Like y'all over that. Mariah said he doesn't talk too much. I don't give a shit. The moments he does, I'm running laps. Oh I'm my running, gosh, he's telling me to like degrade him. Like, and he and he he's like begging me to like I, I was. <laughs> I was, I, think I was not a degradation person. I was like, I don't know if I'd want to yell at him either. Well, I wouldn't want to yell at him. I'm saying the fact that he he was saying it the way he was, I was just like dead. I couldn't even respond. My I was blushing so hard. Like, why was he You're saying funny. it like that? Like, I just thought it was nice. But uh, yeah. So Jonas tries to like kill her and shit, and there's constant bullshit of people moving sugar around and lying. And fucking trying to frame and I don't and that even... little that little horny ass fairy bitch, the invisible one. I hate her ass. Why she want Jonas's pussy anyways? Like out of all the big people, why Jonas? <laughs> Second of all, how? 
Mariah should like take that clip from this episode <laughs> and put it on one of the Instagram posts. You know how you can do audio? Yeah. I, I hate her ass. Yeah, no, she was ridiculous. Um but yeah, so I thought the plot like constantly like basically people lying and stealing her confection bullshit. It caused me anxiety. I think I got a few gray hairs. Like I don't I don't even want to really talk about that. Let's just Yeah, the first couple episodes I felt like the plot was like like the arcs were like episode arcs almost, if that makes sense. Like it was kind of the same cycle until we got to I told Kaylin, I was like, I'm feeling like every episode I know is gonna happen until we got to the castle episodes. That's when it took a turn for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna fast forward. They the on like episode three or four, they get across the country. She competes and she loses because Jonas nobody was, wins no yeah nobody wins but i'm just saying jonas fucked her over because he stole her confection as he tried to kill her um and she only had enough to make that little tiny fairy that she made by the way when she saw that flower uh drop some water which i thought was really cute the fairy's voice oh, was very to a fairy i know the fairy's at voice was droplet. really fucking annoying but like she was a cute little fairy but she made her cute little confection art still lost nobody won so then a year goes by she's hanging out with shao oh, wait, the cute part to that the cute part to that is shao said well, you know, you're not a sugar confection artist, so I guess I gotta stay with you till you become more. Yeah. yeah, honestly, when he said that, I think it's the way he said it. I wasn't that into it. I was like, all right, let's fast forward. Like, no, I I'm thought ha- it was cute because, like, literally, it was his way of saying, like, you promised me a goodie, and I'm not leaving till I get my little sweet treat. So yeah, he's like, we had a deal, so it's I'm like sticking around. To linger around, yeah, and like, I thought I that knew, was cute. I knew why he did it. I guess it's just like the delivery. I wasn't as like. I wasn't watching as hard. I was just like, all right, cool. Let's just keep watching. So you keep watching. The year goes by. Straight up next episode, they're like, a year's gone by. Okay, damn. Like, fuck, okay. And they're running around in their carts and all that junk. Um, I don't actually remember the exact plot. I do know the castle part's up next because she's trying to... She gets to study at some sort of, like, confectionery school. That is, by the way, Jonas's like, family school. Um, And... Wait, does that happen after the castle? I, but she talks to them. That happens after the castle. But doesn't she, like, come talking to some of the other confectionery artists because that's how she finds out about the castle? Oh, she's at that restaurant and that woman, because she ran into the blonde guy again, and he was like, I got to fucking Keith or whatever. It was like, I got to stop running into you. That's not Keith. But not I know Keith. The blonde about. guy is something else, like Tim. I don't know his name. I can't remember. Oh, it was name? that guy that she had looked the up. The blonde to. one. Was my I liked him a lot. I liked how mean he was. Cat, oh, cat, cat, and she was. He was like, I gotta stop running into you. And she it's goes like, to that restaurant, cat. and they're like, Yeah, if you go to the castle and you win, you get a year's worth of training under the king. I knew Mariah was gonna like Cat. <laughs> I fucking knew it. But also, he's hot. So like, like I'm, he I'm was not- hot, and he would come with his little sass. I know he's pretty cool though. He he had uh, what's it called? He had Riz. He had Riz. I liked his little fancy shirt. I liked how he said, I only make confectionery art, actually, for poor people, so get out of my face. And, like, he would sell his stuff dirt cheap. Wow. Yeah, he had a little bit of sass to him. And I like how, like, the second he said his real name, Anne was like, oh, you're famous. It was the guy that she had looked up to because she was trying yep. to call the shop. Yeah. You want to know something real yep. funny? Besides funny. Cap. She gets to the castle, right? She's like, damn, I could use that. And the whole castle arc happens with that crazy-ass duke. He's crazy as fuck. When I saw that painting of that fairy woman, I was in love. I was in love. I felt like I was, when I was a little kid, 
and I would tell Kaylin this all the time, how I'd watch fantasy movies specifically for where's the token pretty, like, magical woman. Oh, that, God, yeah. That happens to be usually very, very large, but it's okay if she's small, too. And when she <laughs> pulled up, when she pulled up on the screen, I was like, oh, my fucking God. I wanted her to come back to life so bad. I was so upset mm-hmm. that she didn't come back to life. I was like, "Stop! I need to." Well, make honestly, when she built the when she built the statue of her, I was like, "She's just gonna appear." I don't know where, but she's gonna appear. I knew she wasn't. She should have. Wait, how'd you know she wasn't? Even if it was her soul or her spirit, I think her spirit should have appeared to talk to the man. I would have accepted that. Yeah, I I agreed with yeah. what Shao said about death. It's like death doesn't. I get what you're saying. Like even if it's like some attack on Titan ghost shit, but like, uh, Shao was saying how death is like final and like i i'm sure that we're gonna hear more about his backstory with this other girl uh from his past and i mean well, obviously she's dead she so i'm sure he has she You're... wasn't a period so bro bro i don't care he, he said it and i but i'm just saying that like that is how death works so well shut up because sometimes things can come to life from confectionery treats so just so you know anyways um or alchemy Oh, it is taboo. But, like, (sighs) when they were at the castle, they were doing tons of romantic shit. Left and right. Left and right, you know? Shout caught her. Did you get close to her or brush her, like, hair out of her face or some shit? Or, like, I don't know. I was like, bro, why are you getting so close? He sniffed her. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I think that the reason why at first, because I didn't really, like, get the romance vibe until towards the end of the castle arc. I think the reason why I was having such a hard time with the romance is because he talked so heavily about this past lover. And I was like, I can't imagine you're like comparing each of them, like maybe to an extent, but like, I don't know. It kind of like rubbed me the wrong way. I'm like, do you really like, Anne? if you like are still in love with this past girl, like, it, I don't know. It just like, there was a disconnect in my brain for a while. Yeah. I felt oh, very man. jealous. You've seen Inuyasha. Well. We're we not going to get, you know, all over You've this dead Inuyasha. girl. Topic. You've seen Inuyasha. Dude. I know, but I, I, I feel up. like I feel like it was known from the beginning versus Inuyasha. I didn't. Am I wrong? Do I not? Am I misremembering Inuyasha? Like it wasn't known from the jump. The thing is, is he found out Kikyo. Okay, hold on. I'll say it quick. He found out Kikyo died, but he still hated Kikyo because he thought Kikyo killed him. But Kikyo thought that Inuyasha killed him. Okay, got that out of the way. Kikyo comes back to life, and she's like, "Inuyasha, you motherfucker, you killed me." And he's like, "No, you killed me." They find out it was Naraku. So now he's like having conflicting feelings because he was so in love with her. So he thought that she betrayed him, but now she's got a th- he's got a thing for Kagome, but he still kind of has a thing for Kikyo from his past feelings because he's like this girl that I fell in love with, like literally said I was going to marry and like live a mortal life with her. Well, you know what? I was fourteen when I watched Nyasha. I'm an adult now, and I feel like there's a disconnect. But it was because they were the same soul. It wasn't that he was being a cheating bitch. It's because yeah. Kagome has the same soul as Kikyo, and he was in love with both of the souls, so it wasn't like he was cheating. He just couldn't choose. Yeah. So when I was watching when I was watching Sugar Apple Fairy Tale, it felt more like he felt he felt obligated to care and take care of her, not that he loved her the same way as he loved this previous girl. Does that make sense? How do you know they don't have the same soul? I know I'm not disagreeing with that. You're right. I don't know anything about these girls in Sugar Apple Fairy. I'm just saying that's where I think the disconnect felt. While I'm watching this, it felt like he had more of an obligation or a care because he saw so much of this old girl in her. Not that he was like in love with her. It felt different. It felt like I don't a different have type enough of love. In his mind to make an opinion, but I mean, it, all those, you know, they're. 
I can see why you would come to those. I just, I, I need proof. I'm like, what's going on in his brain? Is it, you know, the soul thing? Or, you know, is it just that he has fallen in love again? Like, you know. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Well, I'm not saying the romance wasn't there. It just felt like a different type of love mm-hmm. than like a typical romance. He does seem like the type to know that death is final. And I don't know about this past. I mean, I'm sure we'll learn more, but maybe he's just open to, you know, like loving again. Maybe. Maybe. Um. So yeah, Castle Ark, that was crazy. That woman wanted her to come back to life. She was so fine. Then she wins, clearly. Uh, she starts studying at that bitch-ass place. They try to burn her hands because they're jealous. Bro, that place was crazy. That was physical labor. I was like, I don't even understand what they're doing. Why are they making it mass production? I watched Anne slave for three nights to make this shit, and y'all got big-ass pots the size of my house. And then I start watching Shao. He's getting sad because he sees that the, the other guy, Keith, and her are laughing and stuff, and he's like, aw, sad. And then and then the one girl gets sad because she thinks that the girl hugged Shao and that it was mutual, but... Oh, that scene was crazy. That was scene like, was crazy. Hold on, let's back like, up. What did you just say? Communication. What did you say? She's talking about that crazy girl who was like, Shao, let me buy you because I'm not really in love. That scene was insane. Hold on, I'll tell you what I'm talking about. Anne was looking out the window and this girl's like, I'm so in love with you. If you're not owned, come come live with me. And he's like, you're shameless. You're such a whore. Like Bridget, Bridget. He's like, you wouldn't throw yourself Well, at first she played like it off like she just wanted to buy him. She was like, I want to buy you and treat you better than Anne's treating you because Anne's overworking you. And then he was like, I am not owned. And then she was like, oh, even better. I, I don't want to treat you like a pet. Actually, I, I'm in love with you. Let me buy you because I love you. <laughs> She's a liar. Well, then he he called her out. He's like, you wouldn't just throw yourself at a human man like this. He's like, you're throwing it at me because you think I'm a whore. And you are shameless. You're a horrible person. You're actually a whore and a horrible person. And he said, if, and he said, if you want me, you're going to have to come and take my wing from me. But come, come that on, That was man. crazy. I said that they that wouldn't crazy. do that. And then when I saw that kiss scene, I was like, they did it. They they really did write that. It happened. Right up. She was like, I need this man. She also, she like, as a human, still finds herself better than fairy race. So when he said that to her with his whole chest, she's like, fine, I will take your wing. And that's why she got all that gump to fucking get up. And I was kind of annoyed because, like, Xiao was not giving her enough credit. I was like, did you not hear what they just said? She's not only one doing it. Like, other people, she asked other people to help find your wing. And he was like, I am not concerned with her. And I'm like, okay, but, like, what about the other people she's paying to get your wing, dude? I think had they not, like, yeah, I mean, he they couldn't have come and taken it from him. They Like, they couldn't have. But I think that he underestimates, like, for example... And got in a situation where her hand almost burned. Like, he needs to be careful because I know that he'd do anything for her. So he needs to be careful because if she gets in a pickle, like, what if they put a gun to her head and they were like, give us the wing? Like, what do you do? He'd be pretty dumb. He's strong, but he's not that smart. He's stubborn, like a Taurus. He's like, oh, no, you can't outwit me. And then they do. And he's like, oh, no. What about hand Yeah, maybe the author needs to just get a little smarter because then maybe the, you know, scenes would be a little more complex. Reminds me of if I were to write. Like, I, I wish I could write more complexly. Well, I, more so, I think what it is, is Shal is so strong that he underestimates when he's talking to somebody that they will take their other strengths out, which is not physical strength, and they'll use it against him. And he I honestly know. had gotten himself into so many issues because he was that, um, like, uh, he was underestimating people too much. Yeah, and this is definitely that character. 
I got so sad towards the end. Like, this final little arc. Like, first of all, this bitch was literally after Anne's man. And, like, the way that she let them even say goodbye, it was, like, this weird, like, I own you, but, like, I actually want to, like, fuck you and have, like, a good hot, like, time. So I'll let you go say bye to your little girl. It was so weird. Where Maya? She had to go pee. Right at the best part? Chow is getting assaulted right now. No, I mean... (laughs) I'm saying I cried. I cried when... You need to take my Snapchat that seriously. I haven't reacted to an anime like that in a while, and you were making fun of my faces. They weren't enough, apparently. I cried during the scene. I thought it was was a lot for me. He did... The fact that he gave away his freedom because he cares about Anne that much... I was crying. He he hates being uh sold into like I mean not that any fairy likes it, but I'm just saying like obviously you can look at Jonas's fairy and she got she's cool. He despised it. He despised being a slave, and he literally sold himself back into slavery just so that Anne could win because this is the last time she's gonna be allowed to compete. And on top of it, being forced to be with another woman, not even Mm. like, not even like just. Being told to kill people. No, like, Kinsey, he I... He was prostituting himself out for the love of his life. My heart was so fucking fuzzy and, like, it, it felt, like, uh, clenched and, like, burned. I, like, I was literally physically having a reaction. And I had tears in my eyes. I was, like, you couldn't hear because I had the headphones on. I was hearing everything in my ear, so it was that much more intense. But I was having a full autistic moment. I had, like, I was sending you snaps, like, are you serious? Like, you know? Mariah, well, you were I wanted you to burn. Thing, yes, that's why I sent it just to her. I wanted to burn Bridget okay. alive. Like I was so livid at that bitch. I was like, I can't believe you would stoop so low. You didn't steal. Was it that night when you snapped us about your reaction, where you were like, guys, I'm so angry with this show, and you're like, I can't even keep watching. You're like, this is a good part to leave off on because you had watched for so long. Well, that yeah, that's why I kind of wanted you guys to watch past it because like when I watched that scene, I was like, I don't know how I'm gonna move forward. Like, holy shit, that was like the lowest blow that bitch could do. And he's he mm-hmm. hugs me. No, says, it was. She said assaulting him. I didn't. I didn't want to let go. He said, I don't want to let go. And then he walked. I was like, that was yeah. No, when he said that, I wanted to fucking like ball. I I sent Kinsey this really <laughs> intense reaction for me. I had headphones in, so she couldn't hear what was being said. And I wasn't being very loud because I was trying to hear my own head because I had headphones on. But I was reacting probably bigger than you guys have seen me react in a while. And she was just like, she sent a Snapchat back making fun of me. It wasn't enough for her. I went. Oh my gosh. It was not that. Kenzie, you got to give me credit. She did. She did look. She was staring at the same spot the entire video. Like she was like focused very hard. I feel like they rev up that scene so perfectly. Like, the sun mm-hmm. setting and everything's glowing. And during, like, a, a just scene... One. During a scene where you would think something very good is about to happen, like a kiss or something, he's like, goodbye, I basically sold myself so that you could win. And then has to walk away. I was like, oh, hell nah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I can't do this. I went to bed mm-hmm. very upset that I... I would have done try to steal his wing back. I would kill that bitch. Oh yeah, I was like, I'll burn her alive. I don't care. Yeah, but Anne's such a sweetheart. Yeah, she's well, yeah, that's care why when we watch it, we're gonna see she how said, it unfolds. I'll earn you back respectfully. She's better than I am. <laughs> she's better than I. Am. I would have snuck well, in that no, house. When I finished it and called Kinsey, 
I said, Shal is getting raped. Like, I don't mean to, like, use such a triggering word, but that's what's happening. I hate that bitch, Bridget. But, um, side story, I wanted to mention, I should have mentioned right from the beginning, the art style of this show is so good. I'm just gonna steal it. I look at it, and I just think of, I just feel sparkles. I just feel, like, Jolly Ranchers. Like, the way they taste, I feel it. And, like, um starburst like i don't i don't know how to put my fucking finger on it the colors they use the way they draw the character's eyes and like the shading it feel like makes- an artist man the eyes are nice, the eyes are nice. I, Steal like an artist. the worst part is i thought bridget was such a cutie i was like i can't believe you turned out to be a bitch because you're a cutie mm-hmm. you know yeah but yeah i like the style i thought it was really cute it was it was like a mix of like old school anime not old school but you know what i mean like older anime but still like Manga. had its own twist too and i liked it oh my god it reminds me of the most glitzy manga covers that have like like you said kinsey it has like this like candy like i could taste it like yes to it. bro i swear and- to god just watching this style of anime heals me i could be in such a fucking bad mood you put on that quality of art like Mm-hmm. They had watercolor, the lines were really nice, and the animation was really good for it being as detailed as it was. Yes. And I liked how they would jump. They would jump between hyper, super detailed, which would remind me of those fucking glitzy-ass, sparkly, dusty, pretty, like, sparkle dust anime manga covers. And then for their more intense scene, it would become a bit more um, cell, which I understand. You gotta like, you know. Uh, but the drawing quality never went down. The drawings would stay consistently good it's just like they would obviously switch up yeah they weren't like naruto animation stills where you pull up a photo of naruto and he's like you know like looking all fucking funny but yeah i mean that was that's kind of like the end of the show so like i guess you guys can give me your overall review did you like it well i'll talk about my overall review about shao like all the way through it is um in the beginning, I was like mysterious but sexy because he's like just demanding her to order order him around, and then you know he saves her. That's always a plus for me when it comes to the mysterious type, and he stays with her and oh he supports her art, encourages her to keep pursuing her dream, supports her pursuing the dream, and then when she doesn't get quite there, he st- says that he still he says he will stay by her side until she gets it, and then. We watched them with this whole journey, and I love that he loves her. I mean, take out the 15 part. She's not 15. Like, he already knows he loves her. He's said it to himself. This isn't something that he's still discovering or learning about her. Like, he's in love with her, and he knows it. I think that it's also this cute, like, he knows that she, she loves him back, but obviously it's something that she's discovering and, like, working through her feelings about. And so I think it's almost like... This lying patient man, or not lying isn't lying, but he's lying in wait patiently watching her just kind of discover her feelings about it. And it's so sweet when like, I don't know, she's literally sleeping and he's like, I love you. That's what I want. And then, and then he sacrifices himself, literally like you said, sells himself back into slavery just so she gets her dream. And he says, I didn't want to let go. And I was like, well. Thanks. Thanks for giving me this and then ripping it away. Thank you. That's Aww. my review. That's my review. You got all sad at the end. Well, I'm sure that uh, next week it'll get better because I mean, yeah, I can't see why Kinsey would want me to watch a show that would make me sad again. 
That would make me sad again. I mean, I made True. you guys watch uh, Vampire in the Garden, so that ended just sad. Oh. Oh. No. <laughs> I hated that ending. It was good, but I hated it. I was just it's like... so unnecessary. Just let them be happy together forever. It was so unnecessary. Gay people can't be happy. Mm-hmm. Oh, especially whenever I see lesbian things. All the lesbian stuff is always not happy. We ain't yeah. got no Yuri on Ice for the lesbians. Nope. And and the thing is, it's quality because, um, you know, we. I'm sure if you try to find something with a happier ending, it's probably porn. Um, <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest, Kinsey. I wasn't sold on the show to like the last three episodes. I was like, I, I, it's a good show, but I'm not loving it. And I think what it is is for me, like, I just like shows that keep me on the edge of my seat after the episodes. And since a lot of the episodes at the beginning were like one arc. I was like, what's the point of hitting next episode? I got maybe, my answer. Maybe it's because that year went by so quickly in a few episodes that, like, he knew he loved her and she's growing love for him. So, obviously, like, we see a lot of that finishing up of, like, getting to knowing each other all kind of right before those three episodes happen. Like, we start seeing confirmation about this love, but you don't get to see it necessarily happen for that yeah i think like i said just like the arcs were so like smaller at the beginning so i was like you're not keeping me on my edge and then when i like when i got closer and i think it's just like a like personal thing like i just don't usually watch like feel good stuff so i was like give me the suspense give me the what's gonna happen next so then i had to wait for it to like build more (laughs) more into the story where i was like like i said when the castle scene episode i was like okay i'm ready this is getting intense now it's building up. I think for me, I literally have two modes. It's either incredibly like distressing, ut- dystopian anime mode, or it's like slice of life. I love these characters so much. I don't even care how minimal the plot is. I'm going to watch this. And for me, I was sold after he was like flirting with her and kind of teasing her with her. I was like, I don't care what this plot is. I don't care how good of an artist she is. See, I'm like an angsty person. I'm like, give me the angst. Give me the build up with the romance. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. Well, for me, I thought it was enough of a build up. Like, I didn't, I didn't need like intense suspense to to invest in the romance. I think I like, yeah. I liked their chemistry so much as a couple that I was like, I don't mind. Like, I'm going to watch it, you know? And season two has really, really good moments with them, too. Like, flirting and having intensity, so. Yeah, I'm glad, like, the romance is more obviously. Like I said, at the beginning, I wasn't sure. Like, I knew it was romance because you told me. But from, like, watching it, I was like, is it romance? Or is he just, like, cares for her because he reminds her or she reminds him of someone? And then I saw the romance starting to appear. I was like, okay, I see it now. Yeah. Nobody mentioned me through Lift Pod. Oh wasn't... my god, let me tell you, this this motherfucker, every time he was on the screen, he made it a point to be known. He was like, Kenzie. <laughs> little guy. This little guy. And he was like, my name. <laughs> my name. <laughs> he was so adamant and he was so cute. Him and the other guy's little fairy, Benjamin. <laughs> I loved them. Oh, I want one that sits on my shoulder. Benjamin is so cute. I actually. want a Benjamin. And Mithra Lidpot was like, Hey there! And like Benjamin's like, mm-hmm. like he's I know, that so time tight. that that time that Jonas tried to sabotage her a second time, where he was like, about to kill me through a lift pot. He's like, you tell Shell to go. I was scared. I thought they were gonna kill him. Me through a lift pot was then, straight up and like. Then Mithril showed up and he said, Shell, it turns out everything was a lie. Anne would never want you to leave. You're a dumbass for not like staying. Like how could you not see through that obvious lie? You know, <laughs> he is so useful and such a cute little like he's supposed to be like the funny side character guy. He's good. 
I appreciate him. At first, the first two appearances of him, I hated him. But then as I kept watching the show, I was like, I really like him for who he is. And he made, he'd make me laugh a lot. I liked how he didn't give a fuck about humans. He's like, I'm going to say what I'm going to say. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, dude, you're about yay big and no one respects you. And he was like, I know who I am and what I'm worth. Yeah. He was like, I want to know if they can reattach their wing. That's what I want to know. Because I was, I was imagining that they could, if they were given their wing, that they could reattach it. But also, he didn't reattach his, and he had it on on him. Mm-hmm. My guess is that they cannot. That's sad. Yeah. So they just can never fly again. The way Brian said it. So they just can never fly again. <laughs> I don't think that's no. fair. I no. think the royal I one here is flying too. I want to see that. I think the royal one that tasted and sugar at the end, it was like, mm-hmm, same sugar, mm-hmm, quality, mm-hmm, this one's mm-hmm. shit. You remind me of Ice Bear. Oh, I don't remember his personality that well. He's just like, the, he was a very light color all over, but he just walked up and they're like, do you have a fairy you trust? And I was like, oh, interesting. And like, it was just this very like, almost like mannequin looking fucking fairy come out and taste her sugar. Well- I'm so obsessed with this fairy universe that I want to see so many other fairy designs. Like, I actually want to see more of the fairies themselves. Like, is there, like, a group of fairies that have their wings and, like, aren't enslaved? Or, like, can I see some, like, uh, what's it called? Mommy fairies. Flashbacks. I'm sorry. Can I see some flashbacks of before uh, they were conquered and, like, what was it like? Like... You know? Well, the new fairies that are born, they are born with both their wings. So I would imagine that there's a community of fairies that all have both their wings. I like. I know. Shao I just want to see more about the fairies the themselves. Fairy. I agree. Like, hey, dip fairy. This is a world where we're slaves, so you better run away. And she's like, oh, "Okay, bye." <laughs> I know. I was like, "Damn." I want to eat his wings. Me too. I also liked when they went to that chapel and he <laughs> gave the whole backstory of the fairy human war. Yeah, but he was in a shitty mood because he was jealous of Keith. My guess is that the fairy king and the other king were actually lovers. Oh, yeah, they were gay. They totally insinuated that. I'm so glad you brought that up because I thought that. I was like, I think they're gay. And that they're men and that they're gay. I think they're really gay. I agree. (laughs) It's canon. And I think maybe one of them, like, either uh, cheated on the other one or, like, disrespected them in some way and then a war started because of it. I think this uh, author needs to take a few more writing classes because they just need they got they got good concept for world building and they set up good characters but like they need to learn about plot a bit more dragging things out they need to learn better suspense other than anxiety I don't like anxiety <laughs> only like they just need to go take a few more writing classes because then I feel like we'd have a lot more interesting just, stuff to talk just about. Just watch season two, okay? okay. Maybe watch season writing two. class and then do season two. It's season one. It's the second half of season one. Season one, part two, Kinsey. Just shut up and watch it. Did you watch it? No. <laughs> I just wanted our listeners to know that there was not a season two. Shut up. It's basically like season two. That's true, Kinsey. The listeners might get mad. They're going to be like, where's this season two that Miss Kinsey's talking about? It's not on here. Mm-hmm. Say, Miss Kinsey told you just to keep watching after that arc, dum-dums. Yeah, but then they were like, well, I already watched season one, and I don't see it. And, and, and I don't see a season two. Season one's done. We're season like, two. Wow, why don't you get busy? Depression is why don't you get a simple. job and get busy instead of talking to me? No, you're not, because there are loyal listeners. <laughs> what if they have a job, Kinsey? 
I'm say obviously it doesn't take up enough of your time to be. And they're not going to give us any money with their job money because you're being mean. Obviously, it doesn't take up enough of your time for you to be bitching at me. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I'm happy you guys watched it. I'm sorry you didn't like it as much as I did. I like okay, it. It was still good. You know what? Mariah has haiku. You know. <laughs> Mariah has haiku. I'll just banish her to a closet with what her. What do I have? Stuff. Name something I have. It's so good. It's just, it's just like <laughs> when you when you like have like you know your preference, but I just don't re- I don't preference like romance stuff. I, that's all. I think you it's just one of those autistic things. I think it's one of those autistic things that like when I find something I really really like, it's not. I'm not using this word in a big way. It can sometimes be disappointing if somebody's not as obsessed with it as me. But oh I, yeah, it's like when I wanted you to watch Given and you were like. This character's boring. I was like, I I know I can't get into giving it all. Like I don't like it. But yeah, I, you see what I'm saying is like when there's something I'm like viscerally crazy about, and maybe somebody else likes it, but they don't like it as much. I'm like, you know. But here's my thing. Here, we, can't here's win my all. we can't win them all. You know? It's so good though, and I still obviously Shao is still like that type of man. Like his drawing, I'm like, yeah, that's him. Put him in the closet with. With everyone else. No, let's say Kenzie didn't closet. exist in my life, okay? Put Only because I'm dating a woman. Put him in the closet with all the other men. I have a gripe. I have a gripe. Kenzie, I'm going to take you. You're, let's say I have a, a, a cork board and you're a pin in the port. Let's take the pin out for a minute and put it on the table. Let's pretend Kenzie's not in my life. And let's say I still found this anime and watched it. I would have said, wow, I really liked that. That was good. And so I would like it. But because you're in the picture and you like it so viscerally and intensely... Because it's not as visceral or intense, see, then it makes it seem like I don't don't like it. But that's not no, it. I'm not saying you guys don't like it. I'm just saying that I'm viscerally viscerally obsessed with it. Like yes. when it, when a shout yeah. edit don't like it. would come on my TikTok, I was like, Oh my fucking god. <laughs> like I I'm just like, this is amazing. Kenzie was like a shit. She was like, this is for privacy. Yeah, yeah, was, oh. The one good thing about Kenzie staying on TikTok is it kept us yeah. updated. Well, I've seen that uh, that the anime since February on TikTok. I've seen it, and I've been like, I gotta get around to watching that because I saw romantic clips. Um, and then I finally, obviously, needed to get my mind off of whatever the fuck I was crying about that one night, and I was like, okay, okay, I'm gonna pull it up. And it was so good; it left me so much in a chokehold that I needed to watch another romance anime just to like live off the ends of that high and then i wrote then i list, watched a uh, kimi ni todoki which is really fucking oh good and we will be reviewing that one as well i'm excited i i love our podcast uh arc of romance animes like the tomochan and this and then i don't know it's cute yeah it's basically what i watch when i get really really worried about the future it's very healing too i feel like it's nice to just watch something that isn't a whole ass plot, you know what I mean? A whole ass fucking series for us to get through. Yeah. Sometimes I'm just like, you know what? Can I watch something that I'm getting good laughs from? Like, like skate, but maybe it's not like dystopian. Yeah. Just to, like just to sit and enjoy a simple show. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't always have to be something depth or crazy or lore. Mm-hmm. So to add to your guys' lists of things to get me, uh, we already know Raiden Shogun is, you know, mommy. It's always it's always safe to give me a Raiden Shogun thing or a Kaching thing. Well, now Sugar Apple Fairy Tales literally up there. 
Like, top five. So, if I get you a Jonas pin or the little girl, the the little fairy girl, or even Mithril Lithpod, will you be happy and satisfied? As long as it's not Jonas, the other two were fine. But really, I would like anything with Shal on it or the dead hot lady wife. The fairy one. Oh, yeah. She is dead. Or what if I get you Bridget? Anything with, anything with Anne on it too. I think she's such a cute design. I Imagine would actually... if I get you a Bridget Standy and somebody points at it like, oh my god, that's a very pretty anime girl. And you're like, she's a slave owner. And what she rapes people. What a fucking waste. Because a Bridget like little pin of her face is like having like uh, Rosalina. Like she's really pretty. She's like a really pretty blonde. But damn, like I can't get behind it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man. Dang, well, we'll be back next week to talk about the rest of the show. Oh, really? Oh, okay. That's what I was told. I was told we were skipping me and Kaylin. No, we're not skipping me and you. We're just letting Kenzie go first. Oh. Yeah, both of those things can exist at the same time. I guess if you look at it like a lunch line, sure. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought it was like Kenzie's ahead of us and we're letting her do two transactions. You know what I mean? I didn't see it as her going back at the end of the line and then skipping us again. I just was like, yeah, sure, you can hang out again. Wait, what if we were at the store and I bought something and you guys are like, get back to the line. I get back to the line and you're like, all right, come back. You're like, well, I forgot to buy this chocolate bar. And we're like, in the back of the line. Well, like, I go to the back of the line like- and Mariah's like, okay, you can come back up now. No, it's more like, let's say the chocolate bar was um, a dollar, but the cashier's like, you have to, we we only can do 50 cents in this transaction. And you're like, okay, so you break the candy bar in half, you pay your 50 cents, and then instead of making you get back in line to go through the line again, we're just like, okay, you can buy the other one now. I don't know why they only accept 50 cents at a time, but like, go ahead. <laughs> wow. It's okay. Well, shit, I mean. I guess we'll talk about it next week then. We'll see what you guys think of the rest of the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. if you, There's one scene that I know Mariah's going to oh. like, and that's it. Oh I don't God, know if she'll asshole. like the other ones. <laughs> Colin just beat on both of the windows. By the way, Mariah's in my office. That's actually a funner fact than any of the facts. I'm in my bedroom. Well, we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye!